You mind if I interview you for my video space cast? Um, okay. And welcome everybody here in the bar and welcome everybody on online for on the, the artist media music edition of Spacecast. This is a really cool collaboration. That's why we have two DJs tonight. So count yourself uh, extra happy for this because this is going to be awesome. Yeah. And we have the virtual space bar again, right? Yes. So if you go to www.spacecast.space and click this button that says virtual space bar, you can go into a 3D world and watch the stream there live together with us. It's really cool. And also for people who are new on the stream, check our website and join the chat there and ask questions anytime during the interview because we will interrupt the show immediately and ask them for you. Yes. So that's it, right, for the introduction. That's it. I will bring some beers and then yes. I give the stage to... Dwayne. I already have the beers, by the way. <laughs> so you chose... The Latrobe. Yes, right? I chose the uh, Latrobe wine. Yes, because I always start a conversation with a beer, so I'm gonna serve you this one. Thank you. Here you go. How delightful. A free beer, always good, right? So you're a producer, a DJ, and you like a bit of a dark sound, right? Yes, that's correct. Where did you get your inspiration from? Mostly my inspirations come from uh, DJs like the Outside Agency, um, the Zayton. Brian Fury, uh, Hellfish, um, the DJ producer, and uh, many, many more, especially from the UK scene. The UK scene, so yes. you're like, okay. Oh, my Siri just activated. Not right now. <laughs> so you start, you uh, study at the Artes Media yes. Music? Yes, yeah, yes, I study at the Artes Media Music. Uh, electronic artist and producer. I'm a second year, I attending the second year. Yeah. And um, I can tell you, it's uh, it's really it's the most uh, cool study I ever did. Yeah. We already have a question. No, it's not a question. It's a compliment from JC. He says you have a really cool beard. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I don't nice know where compliment. the camera is exactly. Uh, oh yeah. Thank we you very much. Uh, yeah. So, what do you learn in that study? Oh, we, uh, it's a really an, um, a big uh, education. Like uh, you, there's so many things you learn. You learn from uh, you learn from managing managing skills to uh, creating your um, projection uh, with only a, a, a sine wave from uh, from scratch. Actually, that's, that's what you learn. So were you already producing and DJing before you started this study? Exactly, I was already producing and I was already uh, DJing, and uh, it all started actually uh, in 2017. When I uh, first really began uh, became uh, to exploring the scene, finally exploring the scene, uh, finally uh, to um, to turn the to turn the tables, you know, like uh, like draaien, weet you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I, I met uh, I also uh, was an intern at Shaminators. And Shaminators is a big a big tempo hardcore producer. As an also a really good friend of mine, so um, he learned uh, me how to make uh, hardcore music, and then the rest uh, I took on my own, and then eventually um, was in I think in 2018 uh, the there was my first gig, I started um, there was my first gig, and then I started to um, 
uh, I play back to back with uh, DJ Fato, and um, th from there uh, my career started. And when did you realize you wanted to take it more seriously, not just as a hobby, but you also wanted to study it? Actually, uh, the, the wanted to take it more seriously. It was like uh, when I was 14 already. I always wanted to be in. Uh, a producer in the hard, hard dance scene and always wanted to be a DJ. But back then it was more like the hard style, the classic hard style back then. I was always in, the, uh, in mid school, always with my headphones. So always this, I was a shy kid, you know, in the, in, the, in the back, like listening to the music. And then I was like, I want to do this stuff. I really want to make my uh, money of it and really want to show my vision, how I wanted to make this music. And then slowly it evolved into um, uh, hardcore music, especially the darker side, like industrial and um, the, the 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 more rough uh, rough stuff, you know. And you said you wanted to show your vision. What's your vision exactly? What do you mean exactly? Uh, because you said you wanted to show your vision in your music. Oh, my vision is like a vision is what, like I said, like I really want to uh, bring out the dark, uh, the underground style of hardcore. Not just the, uh, the the main style, what what most people know, but like the really dark, underground, uh, snarry, uh, wicked uh, style. That's what I. Uh, that's my vision on it. You're also DJing tonight. Are you also gonna play some dark tunes tonight? Exactly. Nice. I'm also gonna play uh, some of my stuff for my uh, uh, recent EP, my first EP, uh, Introduction to the Virus. So I'm gonna play a bit of that as well. And did you uh, release that EP by yourself is, or is that something you learn at school how to release and how to uh, market marketing that? Uh, I think the mo the concept I uh, f uh, the most c came from myself actually this the, the tracks uh, that was um, uh, I was like um, I really released I uh, let's just say I just uh, came up with it myself uh, actually, and then um, the mo uh, mo some of the marketing stuff that was more like from school. And so how many songs are on the or how many tracks are on the EP? Four. Four, and you all produced them by yourself, or did you have some collaborations on it? No, all by myself. Nice. And where can we find that EP? You can find it at uh, the uh, most streaming uh, service like Spotify, Deezer, uh, uh, Amazon Music, uh, Apple Music, uh, F because I released it on this uh, DistroKid, so uh, it's going to be in the most uh, most of those platforms. All right. So you're not from Annabelle. I'm so sorry, Simone, <laughs> no but worries. not really. So we have a bunch of questions for you because we asked on our Instagram, what would you ask? Uh, to Daedra and D. Ludon. And um, well, one of them is what superpower would you want to have? So that's quite a wild one. Uh, I think uh, invisibility. Why invisibility. Invisibility. Because sometimes uh, with invisibility, just, you just don't, uh, if you were um, like in, an, in a really uncomfortable situation, like you don't have your gegevensverklaring, you're just outside uh, the, <laughs> outside, you're not supposed to be outside, and the police, like, uh, woo, 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 then uh, you need to. Uh, you need to, you need to yeah, hide. I need to erase myself. Did you already have that happen to you? Uh, yeah, there's actually a quite funny story. I was working at uh, the Orient Express. It's also, I have a side job at my school as well. I deliver uh, pizza, uh, kebab, and all that such stuff. And then uh, I have this van uh, I was driving, and it has a big logo with Orient on it. And then suddenly I got hauled by, by a cop. 
I had my food with me. I had the bezor- thuisbezorgs uh, jacket with me, and I had that that fan, you know. Yeah. And it was like, uh, could you please show show me your papers? And I just look at the uh, cop like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> I just I just drive in a van like you see Orient, and I really need to show you the gegevensverklaring as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and luckily for me, I didn't have it with me, but I was getting uh, I was uh, get off with a warrant, so like, uh, you can go, but. Uh, I don't know what the other colleague might say, but uh, it ended uh, it ended good. So you're now getting a werkgeversverklaring for your from your boss from now on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's much better. Um, well, you're in school right now. I guess you have about two years left. I think. Yes, two years. So, um, two years in. What would you think uh, is the most important thing you you've learned at school so far in your studies? I think uh, the most important thing I learned was not uh, not quite with music, but it was more with managing skills because that was something where I was really lacking. And uh, the uh, um, uh, artist really teaches you how to manage yourself, uh, especially in the business. You know, they really t- really uh, are like fun. You need uh, we always we really be uh, strict with you now because uh, in the workplace that you go, then you have that to do as well. You know, like the, the managing stuff and uh, be on time and all that, and that, I think that's the most valuable thing I learned. Oh, that's that's really interesting, actually. And like, like there's a lot of artists out there, but sometimes hard to find them. So, do you think schools like that's a really good way to learn to get out there and I don't know, get into Spacecast, for instance? Yeah, exactly. Because I w- I'm I just uh, Elwin just brought me here, and uh, if it weren't with Elwin, you didn't really know who I am, actually. So. That's 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 why artists is a really big part because they really push you to go, go look for yourself. Like, hey, there's so much out there. This is a big underground sea. You uh-huh. should push push yourself to be seen by that scene. You know. So can you, can you quickly introduce Elwin for the people watching? Uh, Elwin over there. That's uh, my uh, docent. He mostly teaches uh, visual communication with with visuals, and uh, he also. Uh, provides uh, an add-on uh, marketing uh, uh, content. So you uh, it's more based on marketing and uh, how you put yourself out there in the social media, like um, uh, getting a good logo, getting a good uh, website, all that, uh, all that kind of stuff. And it's really interesting and awesome. Did he already also get you your first gig or was that something you uh, manage yourself. Uh, my first gig was actually with uh, I w- did it via uh, Shamanator. So, uh, like I said, it was uh, in 2018 with back to back with Vato, and it was his uh, release uh, party. And this was with the live audience, right? Yeah, that was with the live audience exactly. Do you remember how you felt? Were you nervous playing for the first time? I was goddamn nervous. I was sweating all over the fucking place. <laughs> like, pff, god damn it! But as soon as I touched the decks, it, I was already already forgetting. I was so excited that, that I just was jumping around like, like I was a wild fucking monkey or something. Are there still yeah. some some videos of that? Because I would like to see you jumping around like. I don't think there are not uh, videos of that anymore because it uh, didn't it didn't got recorded. But I have, do have photos, but I don't know where to find them. Okay, so we have more Instagram questions, right? Yeah, we do. Let me check real quick. So, so uh, Karina asks uh, the both of you: Are you single? <laughs> I'm single. Uh, actually. Um, I'm. I just recently split up with my girlfriend uh, l- last uh, last Monday. So yes, I'm single. 
Oh my god. Bad timing. <laughs> Bad timing. Yeah, sorry. It's In okay. It's okay. <laughs> Instagram is just really wild, you know? The questions range from left to right and almost nothing is about music except for Sam 5.47 asks you which uh, stage would you really dream of? Like where would you really want to play? I think uh, one of the stages I really want to play is Prospect. Yeah. Prospect is an uh, underground hardcore DB uh, uh, party. So um, we know some guys from Prospect. Do we have to hook you up with them? Like, uh, hey, I know a guy who knows a guy and this guy is named Dwayne. Exactly. <laughs> Please oh, do that. Yeah, we can try, man. <laughs> and are you from Enschede, actually? No, I'm from Almelo. Almelo. Yes. And you're living here now? Are you studying or are you still living in Almelo? I'm still studying here, but I still live in Almelo. I recently, um, I'm trying to look for a place myself in Enschede right now as we speak, so. And you got to, you got introduced to the underground scene a little bit of Enschede, right? Because of studying here? Yes, uh, but also uh, from uh, some friends who lived here. I uh, know I know some friends uh, are really close to, and they I uh, know the scene and the school as well, and they just always tell me about the underground parties here in Enschede. For yeah, you should really come play here, and I like fun. Yeah, dude, then hook me up then, and then they like, oh, I will hook you up, and then like I nothing heard from them. Annabel, you should hook him up with Prospect because otherwise you're gonna be one of those friends. <laughs> oh God, okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll try, we'll try. We like we like hardcore and drum and bass. Uh, yeah. So, do you have a, a underground scene in Almelo too, or is it just Enschede? Nothing. Almelo has nothing in it. Oh. Nothing. Uh, I think just Enschede. Yeah. So, Gustav, you wanted to say something? Yeah. Uh, we have a question in chat from Better Umbra, uh, asking you, uh, following up on on uh, music taste. Uh, next to your dark music taste, do you have some sort of unexpected music style that you really like? Um, for example, like you really like, I don't know, gospel or the spice. No, girls. I, d I don't. I don't really think unexpected, but I'm uh, also quite into trap, and it's uh, like you guessed it, more underground trap. Like also uh, UK, UK trap as well. No, not no? really UK. I don't. Uh, have you ever heard of Bones? No, I don't think so. You should really look that up because Bones is so fucking amazing. It's just like the dark side of uh, hip hop. He also does a little bit of songwriting as well, so with guitars and so, and stuff like with uh, the Sir Dorothy stuff, it's just uh, fucking amazing. Like, you, uh, it's really emotional to me uh, sometimes. I am gonna check that out after the show. Actually, it sounds really interesting. Oh. So we have more questions from Instagram. No, so that was it. Okay, the, all right. The interview. We can show yours. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this always happens to me, by the way. Lastly, we can show your socials again, or you can sh say your socials again. Oh yeah, uh, follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is DideraOfficialNL. Uh, of course, with uh, Apostatje, Apostatje Dira Official NL. Uh, my Facebook is Dira with uh, caps lock. Um, and I guess that's it. Oh, and my website is uh, www.dideraofficial.nl.com. Question I see. Yeah, we have a question from Case. Hi. Um, 
is it difficult to apply it at this conservatorium when you're uh, like uh, want to be a DJ? I mean, do you have to show your musical talents and how do you do that and as a DJ for conservatorium artists? What do you mean exactly? I don't really understand the well, question. Well, can you just apply and they take you or do you have to make like a, 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 an entrance examination to show your skills? Yeah, you have to make an entrance examination like you have a kind of um, you you go and then you submit your tracks, your three tracks and your motivation, and then you can pick out you, you could you can pick out and then you first you um, you're gonna go through uh, they're gonna go through your tracks and then uh, you get get a lot of questions like why you want to study here etc etc, and then uh, after that if you pass that then you go to uh, Sauvage, like the the ear training uh, they wanna um, they wanna see if you go, are good with the ears as well so. Then if you then pass that, then you're in. And you're in, so and that's good. Yeah. Thank you for the interview. You're welcome. You chose the Latrop. Yes, right? I chose the uh, Latrop. Why? Yes, because I always start a conversation with a beer, so I'm gonna serve you this one. Thank you. Here you go. How delightful. A free beer, always good, right? So you're a producer, a DJ, and you like a bit of a dark sound, right? Yes, that's correct. Where did you get your inspiration from? Mostly my inspirations come from uh, DJs like the Outside Agency, um, the Zayton, Brian Fury, uh, Hellfish, um, the DJ producer, and uh, many, many more, especially from the UK scene. The UK scene, so yes. you're like, okay. Oh, my Siri just activated. Not right now. <laughs> so you start, you uh, study at the Artes. Media yes. music? Yes, yes, yes. I studied at the artist, media music. Uh, electronic artist and producer. I'm a second year, uh, attending the second year. Yeah. And um, I can tell you it's uh, it's really, it's the most uh, cool study I ever did. Yeah. We already have a question? No, it's not a question. It's a compliment from JC. He says you have a really cool beard. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I don't nice know where compliment. the camera is exactly. Uh, oh, yeah. Thank you very much. Uh... Yeah. So, what do you learn in that study? Oh, we, uh, it's really an, um, a big uh, education. Like, uh, you, there's so many things you learn. You learn from uh, you learn from managing managing skills to uh, creating your um, projection uh, with only uh, an, an sine wave from uh, from scratch. Actually, that's, that's what you learn. So were you already producing and DJing before you started this study? Exactly, I was already producing and I was already uh, DJing. And uh, it all started actually uh, in 2017, when I uh, first really became, uh, became uh, to exploring the scene, finally exploring the scene, uh, finally uh, to, um, to turn, the, to turn the tables, you know, like, uh, like draaien, weet je wel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, uh, I met. Uh, I also uh, was an intern at Shaminators. And Shaminators is a big, a big tempo hardcore producer. As an also a really good friend of mine. So um, he learned uh, me how to make uh, hardcore music, and then the rest uh, I took on my own. And then eventually um, was in, I think in 2018 uh, the was my first gig. I started. Um, that was my first gig, and then I started to. Um, uh, I play back to back with uh, DJ Fato, and um, th from there uh, my career started. 
And when did you realize you wanted to take it more seriously, not just as a hobby, but you also wanted to study it? Actually, uh, the, the wanted to take it more seriously. It was like uh, when I was 14 already. I always wanted to be in uh, a producer in the hard, hard dance scene and always wanted to be a DJ. But back then it was more like the hard style, the classic hard style back then. I was always in, the, uh, in mid school, always with my headphones. So always, the, I was a shy kid, you know, in the in the in the back, like listening to the music. And then I was like, I want to do this stuff. I really want to make my uh, money of it, and really want to show my vision how I wanted to make this music. And then slowly, it evolved to um, a hardcore music, especially the darker side, like industrial and um, the, the 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 more rough rough stuff, you know. And you said you wanted to show your vision. What's your vision exactly? What do you mean exactly? Uh, because you said you wanted to show your vision in your music. Oh, my vision is like vision is what, like I said, like I really want to uh, bring out the dark, uh, the underground style of hardcore, not just the uh, the, the main style with what most people know, but like the really dark, underground, uh, snarry, uh, wicked uh, style. That's what I. Uh, that's my vision on it. Are you also DJing tonight? Are you also gonna play some dark tunes tonight? Exactly. Nice. I'm also gonna play uh, some of my stuff from my uh, uh, recent EP, my first EP, uh, Introduction to the Virus. So I'm gonna play a bit of that as well. And did you uh, release that EP by yourself, or is that something you learn at school how to release and how to uh, market marketing that? Uh, I think the mo the concept I. Uh, uh, the most came from myself, actually. This the, the tracks uh, that was um, uh, I was like um, I really released. Uh, um, I uh, let's just say I just uh, came up with it myself, uh, actually. And then um, the mo uh, mo some of the marketing stuff that was more like from school. And so how many songs are on the or how many tracks are on the EP? Four. For you all produce them by yourself, or did you have some collaborations on it? No, all by myself. Nice. And where can we find that EP? You can find it at uh, the uh, most streaming uh, service like Spotify, Deezer, uh, uh, Amazon Music, uh, Apple Music, uh, because I released it on this uh, DistroKid, so uh, it's going to be in the most uh, most of those platforms. All right. So you're not from Annabelle. I'm so sorry, Simone, <laughs> no but worries. not really. So we have a bunch of questions for you because we asked on our Instagram, what would you ask uh, to Daedra and D. Ludon? And um, well, one of them is what superpower would you want to have? So that's quite a wild one. Uh, I think uh, invisibility. Why invisibility? invisibility? Because sometimes uh, with invisibility, just you just don't, uh, if you were, um, like in, an, in a really uncomfortable situation, like you don't have your gegevensverklaring, <laughs> you're just outside uh, the, <laughs> outside, you're not supposed to be outside, and the police, like, uh, woo, 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 then uh, you need to. Uh, you need to, you need to yeah, hide. I need to erase myself. Did you already have that happen to you? Uh, yeah, there's actually quite a funny story. I was working at uh, the Orient Express. It's also, I have a side job at my school as well. I deliver uh, pizza, uh, kebab, and all that sort of stuff. And then uh, I have this van uh, I was driving, and it has a big logo with Orient on it. And then suddenly I got hauled by, by a cop. I had the food with me, I had the thuisbezorgs uh, jacket with me, and I had that, that van, you know? Yeah. And it was like, uh, could you please show, show me your papers? And I just look at the uh, cop like, 
are you fucking serious? <laughs> I just I just drive in a van like you see Orient and I really need to show you the gegevensverklaring as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and luckily for me, I didn't have it with me, but I was getting, uh, I was uh, get off with a warrant. So like, uh, you can go, but uh, I don't know what the other colleague might say, but uh, it, ended, uh, it ended good. So you're now getting a werkgeversverklaring for your, from your boss from now on? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's much better. Um, well, you're in school right now. I guess you have about two years left, I think. Yes, two years. So um, two years in. What would you think uh, is the most important thing you, you've learned at school so far in your studies? I think uh, the most important thing I learned was not uh, not quite with music, but it was more with managing skills because that was something I was really lacking. And uh, the uh, um, uh, artist really teaches you how to manage yourself uh, especially in the business, you know, they really, really uh, are like fun. You need, uh, we always, we really be uh, strict with you now because uh, in the workplace that you go, then you have that to do as well, you know, like the, the managing stuff and uh, be on time and all that. And that, I think that's the most valuable thing I learned. Oh, that's, that's really interesting actually. And like, like there's a lot of artists out there, but sometimes hard to find them. So do you think schools like, that's a really good way to learn to get out there and I don't know get into Spacecast for instance yeah exactly because I w I'm I just uh, Elwin just brought me here and yeah. uh, if it weren't with Elwin you didn't really know who I am actually so this, that's, that's why artists is a really big part because they really push you to go go look for yourself like hey there's so much out there this is a big underground scene you uh -huh. should push, push yourself to be seen by that scene you know so can you, can you quickly introduce Elwin for the people watching? Uh, Elwin over there, that's uh, my uh, docent. He mostly teaches uh, visual communication with, with visuals and uh, he also uh, provides uh, an add-on uh, marketing uh, uh, content. So you, uh, it's more based on marketing and uh, how you put yourself out there in the social media. like. Um, uh, getting a good logo, getting a good uh, website, all that, uh, all that kind of stuff. And it's really interesting and awesome. Did he already also get you your first gig or was that something you uh, managed yourself? Uh, my first gig was actually with, uh, I w did it via uh, Shaminator. So uh, like I said, it was uh, in 2018 with uh, Back to Back with Vato and it was his uh, release uh, party. And this was with the live audience, right? Yeah, that was a bit of live audience, exactly. Do you remember how you felt? Were you nervous playing for the first time? I was goddamn nervous. I was sweating all over the fucking place. <laughs> like, goddamn it. But as soon as I touched the decks, it, I was already, already forgotten. I was so excited that, that I was jumping around like, uh, like I was a wild fucking monkey or something. Are there still yeah. some some videos of that? Because I would like to see you jumping around like. I don't think there are not uh, videos of that anymore because it uh, didn't it didn't got recorded. But I have, do have photos, but I don't know where to find them. Okay, so we have more Instagram questions, right? Yeah, we do. Let me check real quick. So, so uh, Karina asks uh, the both of you: Are you single? <laughs> I'm single. Uh, actually. Um, I'm, I'm just recently split up with my girlfriend uh, oh. last uh, last Monday. So yes, I'm single. 
Oh my god. Bad timing. <laughs> Bad timing. Yeah, sorry. It's In okay. It's okay. <laughs> Instagram is just really wild, you know? The questions range from left to right and almost nothing is about music except for Sam 5.47 asks you which uh, stage would you really dream of? Like where would you really want to play? I think uh, one of the stages I really want to play is Prospect. Yeah. Prospect is an uh, underground hardcore DB uh, uh, party. So um, we know some guys from Prospect. Do we have to hook you up with them? Like, uh, hey, I know a guy who knows a guy and this guy is named Dwayne. Exactly. <laughs> well, Please we, do that. Yeah, we can try, man. <laughs> and are you from Enschede, actually? No, I'm from Almelo. Almelo. Yes. And you're living here now? Are you studying or are you still living in Almelo? I'm still studying here, but I still live in Almelo. I recently, um, I'm trying to look for a place myself in Enschede right now as we speak, so. And you got to, you got introduced to the underground scene a little bit of Enschede, right? Because of studying here? Yes, uh, but also uh, from uh, some friends who lived here. I uh, know I know some friends uh, are really close to, and they uh, I know the scene and the school as well, and they just always tell me about the underground parties here in Enschede. For yeah, oh, you should really come play here, and I like fun. Yeah, dude, then hook me up then, and then they like, oh, I will hook you up, and then like I nothing heard from them. Annabelle, you should hook him up with Prospect because otherwise you're gonna be one of those friends. <laughs> oh God, okay, <laughs> we'll we'll try, we'll try. We like we like hardcore and drum and bass. Uh, yeah. So, do you have a, a underground scene in Almelo too, or is it just Enschede? Nothing. Almelo has nothing in it. Nothing. Uh, I think just Enschede. Yeah. So, Gustav, you wanted to say something? Yeah. Uh, we have a question in chat from Better Umbra, uh, asking you, uh, following up on on uh, music taste. Uh, next to your dark music taste, do you have some sort of unexpected music style that you really like? Um, For example, like you really like, I don't know, gospel or the Spice no, Girls. I, d I don't, I don't really think unexpected, but I'm uh, also quite into trap, and it's uh, like you guessed it, more underground trap. Like also uh, UK, UK trap as well. No, not no? really UK. I don't. Uh, have you ever heard of Bones? No, I don't think so. You should really look that up because Bones is so fucking amazing. It's just like the dark side of uh, hip hop. He also does a little bit of songwriting as well, so with guitars and so, and stuff like with uh, the Sir Dorothy stuff, it's just uh, fucking amazing. Like, you, uh, it's really emotional to me uh, sometimes. I am gonna check that out after the show. Actually, it sounds really interesting. Oh. So we have more questions from Instagram. No, so that was it. Okay, the, all right. The interview. We can show yours. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this always happens to me, by the way. Lastly, we can show your socials again, or you can sh say your socials again. Oh yeah, uh, follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is Dira Official NL. Uh, of course, with uh, Apostatje, Apostatje Dira Official NL. Uh, my Facebook is Dira with uh, caps lock. Um, and I guess that's it. Oh, and my website is www.dateraofficial.nl.com. One last question, I see. Yeah, we have a question from Case. Hi. Um, 
is it difficult to apply at artist conservatorium when you're uh, like uh, want to be a DJ? I mean, do you have to show your musical talents and how do you do that and as a DJ for conservatorium artists? What do you mean exactly? I don't really understand the well, question. Well, can you just apply and they take you or do you have to make like a, 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 an entrance examination to show your skills? Yeah, you have to make an entrance examination like you have a kind of um, you you go and then you submit your tracks, your three tracks and your motivation, and then you can pick out you, you could you can pick out and then you first you um, you're gonna go through uh, they're gonna go through your tracks and then uh, you get get a lot of questions like why you want to study here etc etc, and then uh, after that if you pass that then you go to uh, Sylvester like the the ear training uh, they wanna um, they wanna see if you go are good with the ears as well so. Then, if you then pass that, then you're in. And you're in, so and that's good. Yeah. So thank you for the interview. You're welcome. We're now going over to Gus and Puss shenanigans. They're gonna choose the Latrop. Yes, right? I choose the Latrop wife. Yes, because I always start a conversation with a beer, so I'm gonna serve you this one. Thank you. Here you go. How delightful. A free beer, always good, right? So you're a producer, a DJ, and you like a bit of a dark sound, right? Yes, that's correct. Where did you get your inspiration from? Mostly my inspirations come from uh, DJs like the Outside Agency, um, the Zayton, Brian Fury, uh, Hellfish, um, the DJ producer, and uh, many, many more, especially from the UK scene. The UK scene, so yes. you're like, okay. Oh, my Siri just activated. Not right now. <laughs> so you start, you uh, study at the Artes Media yes. Music. Yes, yes, yes. I study at the Artes Media Music, uh, electronic artist and producer. I'm a second year. I uh, attending the second year. Yeah. And um, I can tell you, it's uh, it's really it's the most uh, cool study I ever did. Yeah. We already have a question. No, it's not a question. It's a compliment from JC. He says you have a really cool beard. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> I don't nice know where the camera is exactly. Uh, oh yeah, thank you very much. Uh, yeah. So, what do you learn in that study? Oh, we, uh, it's really an, um, a big uh, education. Like, uh, you, there's so many things you learn. You learn from uh, you learn from managing managing skills to uh, creating your um, projection uh, with only uh, an, an sine wave from uh, from scratch. Actually, that's, that's what you learn. So were you already producing and DJing before you started this study? Exactly, I was already producing and I was already uh, DJing. And uh, it all started actually uh, in 2017, when I uh, first really became, uh, became uh, to exploring the scene, finally exploring the scene, uh, finally uh, to, um, to turn the to turn the tables, you know, like uh, like draaien, weet you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, uh, I met uh, I also uh, was an intern at Shaminators. And Shaminators is a big, a big tempo hardcore producer. As an also a really good friend of mine, so um, he learned uh, me how to make uh, hardcore music, and then the rest uh, I took on my own. And then eventually um, was in, I think in 2018 uh, the there was my first gig. I started um, there was my first gig, and then I started to um, uh, I play back to back with uh, DJ Fato. And um, th from there, uh, my career started. 
And when did you realize you wanted to take it more seriously, not just as a hobby, but you also wanted to study it? Actually, uh, the, the wanted to take it more seriously. It was like uh, when I was 14 already. I always wanted to be in, uh, a producer in the hard, hard dance scene and always wanted to be a DJ. But back then it was more like the hard style, the classic hard style back then. I was always in, the, um, uh, in mid school, always with my headphones. So always, this, I was a shy kid, you know, in the in the in the back, like listening to the music. And then I was, I was like, I want to do this stuff. I really want to make my uh, money of it, and really want to show my vision how I wanted to make this music. And then slowly, it evolved into um, a hardcore music, especially the darker side, like industrial and um, the, the 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 more rough rough stuff, you know. And you said you wanted to show your vision. What's your vision exactly? What do you mean exactly? Uh, because you said you wanted to show your vision in your music. Oh, my vision is like a vision is what, like I said, like I really want to uh, bring out the dark, uh, the underground style of hardcore, not just the uh, the, the main style with what most people know, but like the really dark, underground, uh, snarry, uh, wicked uh, style. That's what I. Uh, that's my vision on it. Are you also DJing tonight? Are you also gonna play some dark tunes tonight? Exactly. Nice. I'm also gonna play uh, some of my stuff from my uh, uh, recent EP, my first EP, uh, Introduction to the Virus. So I'm gonna play a bit of that as well. And did you uh, release that EP by yourself, or is that something you learn at school how to release and how to uh, market marketing that? Uh, I think the mo the concept I. Uh, uh, the most came from myself, actually. This the the tracks uh, that was um, uh, I was like um, I really released. Uh, um, I uh, let's just say I just uh, came up with it myself, um, actually, and then um, the mo uh, mo some the marketing stuff that was more like from school. And so how many songs are on the or how many tracks are on the EP? Four. And you all produced them by yourself, or did you have some collaborations on it? No, all by myself. Nice. And where can we find that EP? You can find it at uh, the uh, most streaming uh, service like Spotify, Deezer, uh, uh, Amazon Music, uh, Apple Music, uh, because I released it on this uh, DistroKit. So uh, it's going to be in the most, uh, most of those platforms. All right. So you're not from. Annabelle. I'm so sorry, Simone, <laughs> no but worries. not really. So we have a bunch of questions for you because we asked on our Instagram, what would you ask uh, to Daedra and D. Ludon? And um, well, one of them is what superpower would you want to have? So that's quite a wild one. Uh, I think uh, invisibility. Why invisibility? invisibility? Because sometimes uh, with invisibility, just you just don't, uh, if you were, um, like in, an, in a really uncomfortable situation, like you don't have your gegevensverklaring, you're just outside uh, the, <laughs> outside, you're not supposed to be outside and the police like, uh, woo, 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 then uh, you need to- You need to, you need to yeah, hide. I need to erase myself. Did you already have that happen to you? Uh, yeah, that's actually a quite funny story. I was working at uh, the Orient Express it's also, I have a side job at my school as well. I deliver uh, pizza, uh, kebab, and all that such stuff. And then uh, I have this van uh, I was driving, and it has a big logo with Orient on it. And then suddenly I got hauled by by a cop. I had the food with me, I had the thuisbezorgs uh, jacket with me, and I had that, that van, you know? Yeah. And it was like, uh, could you please show, show me your papers? And I just look at the uh, cop like, 
are you fucking serious? <laughs> I just I just drive in a van like you see Orient and I really need to show you the gegevensverklaring as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and luckily for me, I didn't have it with me, but I was getting, uh, I was uh, get off with a warrant. So like, uh, you can go, but uh, I don't know what the other colleague might say, but uh, it, ended, uh, it ended good. So you're now getting a werkgeversverklaring for your, from your boss from now on? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's much better. Um, well, you're in school right now. I guess you have about two years left, I think? Yes, two years. So um, two years in. What would you think uh, is the most important thing you, you've learned at school so far in your studies? I think uh, the most important thing I learned was not uh, not quite with music, but it was more with managing skills because that was something I was really lacking. And uh, the uh, um, uh, artist really teaches you how to manage yourself uh, especially in the business, you know, they really, really uh, are like fun. You need, uh, we always, we really be uh, strict with you now because uh, in the workplace that you go, then you have that to do as well, you know, like the, the managing stuff and uh, be on time and all that. And that, I think that's the most valuable thing I learned. Oh, that's, that's really interesting actually. And like, like there's a lot of artists out there, but sometimes hard to find them. So do you think schools like, that's a really good way to learn to get out there and I don't know get into Spacecast for instance yeah exactly because I, w I'm, I just uh, Elwin just brought me here and uh, if it weren't with Elwin you didn't really know who I am actually so this, that's, that's why artists is a really big part because they really push you to go go look for yourself like hey there's so much out there this is a big underground sea you uh -huh. should push, push yourself to be seen by that scene you know so can you, can you quickly introduce Elwin for the people watching? Uh, Elwin over there, that's uh, my uh, docent. He mostly teaches uh, visual communication with, with visuals and uh, he also uh, provides uh, an add-on uh, marketing uh, uh, content. So you, uh, it's more based on marketing and uh, how you put yourself out there in the social media. like. Um, uh, getting a good logo, getting a good uh, website, all that, uh, all that kind of stuff. And it's really interesting and awesome. Did he already also get you your first gig or was that something you uh, managed yourself? Uh, my first gig was actually with, uh, I w did it via uh, Shaminator. So uh, like I said, it was uh, in 2018 with Back to Back with Vato and it was his uh, release uh, party. And this was with the live audience, right? Yeah, that was a bit of live audience, exactly. Do you remember how you felt? Were you nervous playing for the first time? I was goddamn nervous. I was sweating all over the fucking place. <laughs> like, goddamn it. But as soon as I touched the decks, it, I was already, already forgetting. I was so excited that, that I just was jumping around like, like I was a wild fucking monkey or something. Are there still yeah. some some videos of that? Because I would like to see you jumping around like. I don't think there are not uh, videos of that anymore because it uh, didn't it didn't got recorded. But I have, do have photos, but I don't know where to find them. Okay, so we have more Instagram questions, right? Yeah, we do. Let me check real quick. So, so uh, Karina asked uh, the both of you: Are you single? <laughs> I'm single. Uh, actually. Um, I'm, I just recently split up with my girlfriend uh, last, uh, last Monday. So, yes, I'm single. 
Oh my god. Bad timing. <laughs> Bad timing. <laughs> yeah, sorry. It's in- okay. It's okay. <laughs> Instagram is just really wild, you know? The questions range from left to right and almost nothing is about music except for Sam 5.47 asks you which uh, stage would you really dream of? Like where would you really want to play? I think uh, one of the stages I really want to play is Prospect. Yeah. Prospect is an uh, underground hardcore DB uh, uh, party. So um, we know some guys from Prospect. Do we have to hook you up with them? Like, uh, hey, I know a guy who knows a guy, and this guy is named Dwayne. Exactly. <laughs> well, Please we, do that. Yeah, we can try, man. <laughs> and are you from Enschede, actually? No, I'm from Almelo. Almelo. Yes. And you're living here now? Are you studying or are you still living in Almelo? I'm still studying here, but I still live in Almelo. I recently, um, I'm trying to look for a place for myself in Enschede right now as we speak, so. And you got to, you got introduced to the underground scene a little bit of Enschede, right? Because of studying here? Yes, uh, but also uh, from uh, some friends who lived here. I uh, know I know some friends uh, are really close to, and they uh, I know the scene and the school as well, and they just always tell me about the underground parties here in Enschede. For yeah, oh, you should really come play here, and I like fun. Yo, dude, then hook me up then, and then they like, oh, I will hook you up, and then like I nothing heard from them. Annabelle, you should hook him up with Prospect because otherwise you're gonna be one of those friends. <laughs> Oh god, okay, we'll, we'll try, we'll try. We like we like hardcore and drum and bass. Uh, yeah, so do you have an underground scene in Almelo too, or is it just Enschede? Nothing. Almelo has nothing in it. Nothing. Uh, I think just Enschede. Yeah. So Gustav, you wanted to say something? Yeah, uh, we have a question in chat from Better Umbra. Uh, asking you, uh, following up on on, uh, music taste, uh, next to your dark music taste, do you have some sort of unexpected music style that you really like? Um, For example, like, you really like, I don't know, gospel or... The Spice Girls. I don't don't really think unexpected, but I'm uh, also quite into trap and it's, uh, like you guessed it, more underground trap. Like also uh, UK UK trap as well? No, not really UK. Have you ever heard of Bones? No, I don't think so. You should really look that up because Bones is so fucking amazing. It's just like the dark side of uh, hip hop. He also does a little bit of songwriting as well. So with guitars and, uh, and stuff like with uh, the server Dorothy stuff, it's just uh, fucking amazing. Like you, uh, it's really emotional to me uh, sometimes. I am gonna check that out after the show actually. It sounds really interesting. Oh. So we have more questions from Instagram. No, so that was it. Okay, the, all right. The interview. We can show yours. Oh, <laughs> oh sh- this always happens to me, by the way. Lastly, we can show your socials again, or you can sh- say your socials again. Oh yeah, uh, follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is Dira Official NL. Uh, of course, with uh, Apostatje Apostatje Dira Official NL. Uh, my Facebook is Dira with uh, caps lock. Um, and I guess that's it. Oh, and my website is www.daydraofficial.com. One last question, I see. Yeah, we have a question from Case. Hi. Um, 
Is it difficult to apply at Artist Conservatorium when you're uh, like uh, want to be a DJ? I mean, do you have to show your musical talents, and how do you do that? And as a DJ for Conservatorium artists, what do you mean exactly? I don't really understand the well, question. Well, can you just apply and they take you, or do you have to make like a, 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 an entrance examination to show your skills? Yeah, you have to make an entrance examination. Like you have a kind of. Um, you you go and then you submit your tracks your three tracks and your motivation and then you can pick out you, you could you can pick out and then you first you um you're gonna go through uh they're gonna go through your tracks and then uh, you get, get a lot of questions like why you want to study here etc etc and then uh after that if you pass that then you go to uh Sylvester, like the the ear training uh they want to um, they want to see if you go, are good with the ears as well so then if you then pass that then you're in and you're in so and that's am, good yeah so thank you for the interview you're welcome we're now going over to Gus and Puss shenanigans they're gonna I would like Nicolaj on the stage you're a programmer who also makes art kind of yeah so basically the things that I program are kind of art in the in of themselves but everything is done through code and mathematics yeah and what do you study exactly uh currently i don't study anything i work at extra source uh, i don't know if you've heard about it it's a call center agency okay yeah so where did you learn how to program the artsy things um i started two years ago mostly uh so I'm mostly self-taught, so I uh, tried uh, coming up with a lot of the things that I do. I tried to be original, um, but mainly from online resources like books and videos and stuff like that. So you really self-taught everything? Yeah, exactly. Was it hard to get your focus on something where you don't have a teacher for? Yeah, at first it was really hard. Uh, I spent a lot of time just thinking about it, trying to figure it out myself. But after a while it gets easier and easier and soon you start to come up with solutions much faster. Okay, so would you like to do something in the future with the art as well? Um, yeah, maybe not, but uh, I might make a program that uh, lets you um, view these fractals and explore them and like uh, create your own scenes and create your own lights so that you can make screenshots of them so yeah and here we see one of your art pieces right yeah this is uh, one of my own fractals that i made can uh, you explain how you make something like this of course um so the main th the main rendering th um, the main thing about this render is uh, it's a technique called path tracing. What path tracing is is basically a more realistic way of rendering scenes by tracing lights and bounce and letting them bounce around in the scene. While you do that, you collect information like the color and the lights and so forth. Um, the fractals themselves, they're basically distance functions. What that means is at every point in space, you get uh, distance to the fractal and you use that distance to move the ray in a certain direction. Okay. Uh, and how long does uh, uh, an art piece like that take? Is it something that you do very quickly or is it a long process? Well, because I've already written most of the code for like lighting and 
you can kind of see here the sphere casts uh, um, caustics yeah. on the floor, so you can see the rainbow. So I already have code for everything, and the only thing I need to do is write new fractals. Did you write that code yourself as well, the basic code? Yeah. How is it something that is uh, really hard to do, or is it? Um, like I said in the beginning, it was it was hard, but the more you do it, the easier it becomes. So right now it's like second nature to me. So, so it's like fractal, right? This infinite, infinite thing, and you now find it easy to program an infinity. <laughs> <laughs> or how do I have to think of that? Because I was in a Mandelbulb group, so a group with a lot of smart asses making codes to create like really cool scenes but i see the code and it's just i think letters and numbers and it creates a visual endless scene i'm really confused by it man um well that's the thing the even mando brought himself the creator of this fractal he never expected the results no one could have really expected that this could happen just from simple mathematics so um so it's it's kind of random in a way because you can't if at least you can't imagine a fractal it's quite it's isn't it already a bit proven humans can't imagine infinity so yeah let true. alone a graphic well there are people out there who do fractals by design so everything in it is created with some type of logic but uh, there's also people who just do a lot of experimentation with different mathematics to try to get something look that looks cool I'm the latter, so I do a lot of experimentation with mathematics to try to get something that looks good enough as a screenshot. It's insane, yeah. So um, you have we have some more of your art pieces, but can we also find you online? Yeah, so I'm at. I don't have a lot of social media, but uh, I'm on ArtStation called Nameless Fractals, and I also have an Instagram. But I kind of forgot the name of. <laughs> you should make an Instagram. It is a good promotion. And I think a lot of people would like to see your art a bit more. Yeah, I do have an Instagram. I just forgot the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, your Instagram, because I told you, make, make something, man. It's N I X C H K. Yeah. Oh. But then we can find your fractals on there, right? Yeah, I still. I, while I was waiting, I did post a couple of things there. Okay, cool. And and I asked you before, um, because you've you've been wanting to make some uh, visuals during shows at Spacecast, uh, Space Bar, yeah. and you really wanted to be on the Spacecast show, so welcome. Yeah, thank you. What's your reason to to really want to present your work here? Um, well, I'm kind of hoping that more people can see my stuff and maybe potentially somebody would want to hire me to do some kind of graphical programming job because that's really what I want to do in the future. I want to become a graphical programmer that does stuff like this or works maybe on a professional renderer, but I'm not that good yet. Yeah. So you're not from Enschede as well, right? No, I, I come from Bulgaria. I was born in Sofia, which is the capital of the city. Um, Why did you come to Enschede? Uh, because I really hated Bulgaria. The economy there is absolutely awful. 
like the amount of money you earn is barely enough to cover any costs and here is just a lot better but why Enschede specifically or why the Netherlands because uh, I originally came here for a study uh, creative media and game technologies at Saxon but I really didn't like that study it just wasn't for me yeah so I quit are you planning to do a new study or are you just gonna do everything by yourself uh i do plan on studying again uh possibly uh at 20 computer science yeah i i hope i get accepted is it hard to get into the ut harder than saxion for example uh yeah i think it's a bit harder than saxion but uh, i'm hoping that i have done well enough in my past to get accepted there do you have to show a portfolio or anything like that? Uh, no, I, I don't think so. Okay, that's good. So hopefully you'll get accepted and then you yeah. can improve your art as well. Yeah, um, I, I, I kind of wish they would take portfolio because I kind of hope that my stuff is impressive enough that they would consider me, but oh well. well. You could also just send it if you want and then see if they use it. Yeah, yeah that would be nice. Yeah, so you want to, in the future, you maybe want to be a graphic uh, programmer. Programmer. Yeah, graphics programmer. So, do you see yourself working uh, for yourself, or do you want? Do you have a dream where you want to um, go? Preferably, I would want to work at a company that works on professional render, so stuff like V-Ray uh, and other stuff. But I am really, really far away from that point. Like, even if this looks cool, it's mostly tricks, kinda. But you can always dream, right? Yeah. And you have to try at least. So I think that's it for my questions. Do we have questions from the chat? From Gustav? Uh, well, we don't really have a question uh, from the chat, but uh, DJC in chat says, uh, make your fractals uh, discoverable, man. He, he really wants to inspire you here, oh. I think. Uh, Thanks, man. I really and appreciate if you uh, ever start using Facebook, I'll send you the link to the Mandelbulb group because it's it's ongoing all day. It's really inspiring, and you get to see their codes and how they made it and what inspired them. All right. And also, I had one more question um, because on those pages they always tell you how long it took to render the Mandelbrot, and a lot of them are very far advanced already, like with animations flowing through it and stuff. How long does it take for you and your, I think, badass computer to render the fractal? Oh, that's actually funny because I don't have a badass computer at all. No. no, I have a really, really shitty computer with like an Intel GPU. So yeah, the way that I render them, I basically tile them. So I render one fourth of the image first and then the second fourth, the third fourth and the final one. And yeah. That's really creative, yeah. yeah. So that's it for the interview. Thank right. you. And yep, once again, you, well. you should put your things online so everyone can find you. Yeah. So now we go over to the last interview already. Dan Elsing, also known as D. Loudens. He's also going to be the first one behind the decks tonight, so keep tuned for that. Cheers. Welcome. Welcome to the stage. I'm going to serve you a beer as well. I hope this one doesn't explode. I hope so too. It seems all right. Well, so here I'll you go. I'll give it a try. Thanks. So you're also a DJ and a producer? Yes, right. And you study at 
artist as well. Yeah, exactly. Do you study the same thing as Dwayne? Yeah, I'm actually in the same class. As oh, nice! Dwayne. So you're so classmates. Yeah. Where do you get your inspiration from? Um, yeah, from many things. I also like to listen to like 60s, 80s uh, stuff uh, because I like the vibe of it. Um, but pretty much anything that has something unique to it is great. I think. So not just only dark things like Twain, but also yeah, yeah. I also I also produce and play like more mellow and uh, deep house or, or breaky stuff uh, where you can drown to a little bit because I like that too. But I also have the more aggressive and dark and hypnotizing things. I'm pretty much liking. You also released an EP, EP just recently, right? Yeah, exactly. It's uh, the second EP of my trilogy. Um, yeah. It's a status. And the, the first one is like Deep House. Um, the second one, which I recently released, is like a darker techno. And the third one is going to be like melodic breakbeat stuff. And, and when are yeah. we going to expect the, the last one, the third one? Uh, I hope in two months, something. Did you already produce the songs for it? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're already since a year or something, but I have to mix some stuff and master it so I can put it online. Yeah. And where did your passion for DJing and producing come from? I think the first thing was that I, as a kid, watched Tiesto playing on Climax <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then you wanted crazy. to play yourself. Yeah, and I, I didn't even understand what he was doing with the knobs. I, I thought he was making music live or something, but yeah. Uh, so I, yeah, discovered I have to make music and play it. So. And where did yeah. you learn it? Actually, did you learn it before school? Also? No, um, I think it started all when I was. 13, 14, uh, I got some, yeah, cheap turntables and a uh, uh, no, not record tractor, um, yeah, and and played a little bit with it, and I think with 15, 16, I started to play on small um, local clubs or birthday parties and stuff, yeah. Do you remember your first time playing for a live audience? Uh, n not really. The yeah, yeah, I think so. But the first uh, gig I was really playing in a club was a whole different thing, I think. And that was also very heart bumping. And where was that? Uh, it was, <laughs> funny enough, at a Brainstorm DJ contest uh, in Logo Aarhus. Um, it's the town where I live. Um, but I didn't win. Um, but later on, two years later or so, he called me up because I did some own parties and hey, do you want to play for us? And it was, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to win to get yeah, exactly. successful, yeah. yeah. So what did you learn uh, in your study that you couldn't learn by yourself? Yeah, I think um, the biggest thing still is for me, like music theory, I, I wasn't up to that at all because it worked without it uh, for a long time. but. Uh, now I see that's just a huge amount of things you can uh, take from it and learn and also to um, get stuff done and have deadlines and work <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. And what's your ambition for the future or maybe just when Corona is done, what's the first thing you want to do with your career? Yeah, I think it would be nice to yeah d dive a little bit more in into scenes and clubs I haven't been 
um, just to yeah exaggerate uh, the music I make. Also, I want to produce more music till I can play hours of my own stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah, step by step. Do you have a dream festival or club you want to play at? My, my absolute favorite, I, I think it would be Burning Man because. It's Burning Man in America, that yeah, is, yeah. right? Yeah. You ever been there yourself? No, no, no. Oh, sorry, we just wanted to ask the same. Have you ever been to Burning Man or like <laughs> something similar? No, no, are, no. Are you going to? Like I, I, I don't know actually, but <laughs> it would be so great. I, I Yeah, I heard uh, in, in the Netherlands they have something similar going on, or some, but, but I don't know. I know about those nowhere festivals, you know? Yeah, it's so then in that case you just fucking yeah. go and like, go with someone with a sound system and <laughs> yeah. just play, you know? Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> That's a good start. Yeah. <laughs> Do you not remember the name of that festival? No Man's Land. No Man's Land. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Do you have any connections to No Man's Land, Annabelle? No, no. I, I only know that like when you have those uh, festivals, sometimes afterwards they uh, kind of like come together again in several countries. You know, so oh, cool. could be that people who have been to Spain are also in Amsterdam having a party <laughs> later in the year. So I think, anyway, it's just a matter of meeting the right people who are traveling to s to those places yeah, every right. once in a while and tag along. Well, so that's a cool it. thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. So now, do we have some Instagram questions for yeah. the allowance as well? Uh, yeah, we do. Um, uh, the first question was from Karina. She also asked <laughs> if you're single. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. No. Uh, for Karina, man. <laughs> But it's a great no, question. Great it's question. a great question, yeah. but it could lead to awkward s situations. Yeah, and the <laughs> other question was also, um, yeah, the oh, you just asked the place where you would want to uh, play the most. So that's Burning Man. Yeah. But right now it's Corona time, so this is not gonna happen soon. So therefore, the other question is, how grateful are you for being able to play here? <laughs> you know. My, my girlfriend gave me a Bachblütenpastillen <laughs> to calm down <laughs> because I am so excited. So I think that pretty much. Can you explain what that is? What, what is this? Oh, it's something <laughs> like like rescue drupaltjes. I got them right here. Oh, when do you use that normally? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, give me some. <laughs> I don't even know how to explain them. Um, yeah, it also it helps against panic attacks or yeah. something it's just yeah but it's you can give it to kids too so yeah it's, it's like this, thing wild. this yeah. sort of herbal uh, um little drop here <laughs> yeah, uh. <laughs> yeah it's pretty it works pretty good like like tea in a pocket <laughs> so did you play more gigs during corona as well no last summer i um played one private outdoor it was from friends and during that time it was fine uh, but for the rest not really yeah so if corona's done you're gonna go to every yeah. club and play in every <laughs> yeah. club yeah i hope so all right so you're from a house yeah right and do you live in enschede now uh not not yet so you want to live here too yeah it would be great for just meeting people and community stuff did yeah. you already get to know the Enschede underground scene a little bit? A little bit, yeah. Uh, on the surface, I thought it would. There are nearly no clubs or something, but when you look at it, it you th should that's go underground nice. to yeah, discover yeah, the exactly. underground. Yeah. 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 So but I think that's it for the questions. Do we have 
Oh, we have another bell? Yes, I had a really good question in my mind, you know. I was wondering, um, uh, uh, did you prepare your set? Like, did you practice or have like a plan? And next to that, um, could you introduce it before you start playing? Because after this, you can hop straight to there, we'll end the show and you can play. Nice, yeah, I think I have to pick my headphones, but yeah. Um, I prepare as much as I, uh, that I put a playlist where I put tracks that I want to play. Um, yeah, that fit the mood because I also play calm sets and I can just put them all in one um, folder. Um, but the set I play tonight or this evening, I, I don't know, <laughs> is uh, yeah pretty forward. I always try to yeah get dark and industrial, but keeping a little bit of yeah melody and hypnotizing sound. And yeah, I'm. I think I'm going to build from there and I think I end the set with one of my own tracks. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Yes. So you can hop behind the decks. Cool. Oh, not yet. No, no, we're, we're not entirely done yet. Jay Minimal says, uh, schnapps, give the man some booze. <laughs> Come on, let's go, man. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. That's what, that was a really nice, nice addition, man. I liked it. Two DJs. Too sad it's already over, but now we have a live set coming up. One hour of D Ludens and one hour of Deidre. Yes. Upcoming. No talking, no lights, just music and some visuals. Go to the website because then you get the sound uncompressed, high quality. And see you later. Yes, and also don't forget to check out the cool visuals in the back because Carol and Jay are doing really cool visuals during every show. So appreciate those two and enjoy the live set. Bye guys. <laughs>